This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. You know what's starting Monday, April 1st? The new season of Top Chef Canada, Season 7. So on the phone, I have Top Chef Canada host, Eden Grinspan, and head judge, Mark McEwen. Hey guys. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how are you? Good, we were just talking about Brussels sprouts. Yeah, we're, 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 we're brisket recipes and Brussels sprout recipes. How are you, Kevin? Mark McEwen here. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. We're doing well. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very good. All right, so this is the seventh season of Top Chef Canada, and it's a Food Network number one series. Why do you guys think Canadians are still hooked on this cooking show? It's a good show. It's real food. Right? Mark McEwen's in it. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. I should know that answer already. Exactly. No, it, it's a real competition, right? It's not a, a goofy cooking show. And uh, we're getting we're getting the best that Canada has to offer now in terms of chefs competing. So we had such a high level of quality and, and technique and skill this this season. Uh, season seven is going to blow people away. So I believe end of day, that's what really matters, right? The level, like the food that's coming out of the Top Chef Canada kitchen, you know, we're like all the judges are just totally freaking out. It's been so exceptional this season. The locations where the challenges are taking place, the challenges, the challenges themselves, it just really feels like everything is at another level. Um, and it's just so incredible to see the talent that um, are coming up in Canada uh, and to see what kind, what, you know, what's, what's happening in the culinary scene. I think people tune in to see your shoes as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Those, Those shoes are very, extremely have. important. <laughs> Priorities. The show's been on, like we said, this is the seventh season. How has the competition chef changed in that time, the Canadian chef? Well, I, I, I think the, the competition's gotten more serious over the years, and I've, I've really pushed for that rather than have uh, challenges that are more fun than, than technically uh, challenging from a culinary standpoint. Mm-hmm. We've, really, we've really gone just, just for food focus uh, and quality ingredients, and I think that brings out the best cooking and we have the best results, and we have the best conversation, and I think at the end of the day, we have the best television. And I think that that, that simple approach to the show is, is, I believe, what is kind of the magic in the recipe. For sure, you guys have added a new twist to Top Chef Canada Season 7 that introduces the contenders. The first, the first episode is called The Contenders, so maybe you guys can talk about that. Yeah, so um, we start the season with 11 competing chefs, and in the first episode, the the challenge is there are three new contenders that come on to win the 12th spot in the show. So the chefs that are already picked, 11, the 11 chefs, they actually judge and pick who the 12th chef is going to be that competes against them in the new season. And I think the twist there is that opening day, they have opening day jitters in a, in a big, big way. And then all of a sudden they're sitting on a judging panel. So they had no idea what they were going into. And it was really, really interesting to, to listen to their critiques because they were pretty tough. Uh, so I think we, we kind of threw them a real curve on, on day one. Were the competing chefs playing the judging role just as tough as the as the, the regular season judges? Like, they must have been really hard on those guys, right? That'd be super intimidating. Oh, they were, oh, they were, they were, they were so tough. They were worse than we were. We were surprised. <laughs> I did not, you know, I honestly thought because Mark and I were sitting beside them, yeah. I thought that they were going to be like 
kind of like a little on the gentle side to like help us, you know, understand what they're expecting from us to them. And they were so tough. Mark and I were like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I cannot believe, like, with the things you're really focusing on. Like, they were really, like, picking those dishes apart. Well, if you, if you want to meet someone with an opinion, meet a chef. They all have an opinion. <laughs> For sure. Right? That's funny. And it, it, it certainly came out that day. A thing that I thought was funny was watching all the competing chefs in the room for the first time meeting each other, everybody kind of sizing each other up. But it seems to kind of get really real when you two walk in the room. So um, as the show progresses, what characteristics do you guys think a chef has to consistently possess in order to succeed in the competition? Confidence, um, focus. Um, I think it's really easy to start feeling intimidated while you're there watching your fellow uh, competitors. And I think you really need to know um, who you are and what you're trying to get across and just rely on, you know, those instincts. I, we always talk about it that um, the second a uh, chef starts doubting and second guessing, uh, that's when they lose the dish. That's when they lose um, probably their opportunity to win. Because if you're in the middle of a challenge and you start second guessing and then things start going in a different direction you lose the vision. So I think it's all about following your instincts and knowing what you want to put out there and like just trusting that, that gut. Yeah. Ho- hopefully you have enough arrows in your, in your quiver and enough tricks and technique that you can, you can be successful with all these varied challenges because you never know what's being thrown at you. Uh, and, and, and it's very difficult, especially on a timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think keeping your head and not so much getting psyched out. Like, don't don't really look at what the other challenges are doing. Look at your game. Stay focused on your game. Trust yourself, and stay within your wheelhouse. If if uh, you know where your where your strong points are, uh, I think you have to leverage off that as best you can. If you're going to experiment, it can be great, and it can also be very dangerous for them. So, it's uh, every day is a new day. Yeah. Right. I'm sure in your mind as a competition goes on, are you guys good at picking out who you think will be successful? Or sometimes are you like, hey, you know, from from the start or from the first episode, second episode, the person that you thought was going to be successful may not have been. You know, we once we start, you can really there are a lot of standout chefs for sure right at the beginning. But again, you're always as good as your last dish. And someone who is exceptionally talented can have a bad day and that bad day can just take them home. So you never really know who can be the last man standing based off of the way we judge on Top Chef Canada. Yeah, you've, you've got to run across the finish line with full momentum. Don't get too confident. Or uh, We saw last year, last season, season six, I did not expect Ross to win, uh, but he was, he was the victor. It, it came as a surprise at the end. But it happened, right? So you, you never know. You never know. I've, I've been pretty good at predicting the top three and not not as, as capable at, at predicting the winner, funny enough. I'm talking to host of Top Chef Canada Season 7, Eden Grinchman, and head judge Mark McEwen. And when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about what they do outside of the show. We'll be right back. The new season of Top Chef Canada starts this Monday, April 1st, and no, that's not an April Fool's joke. 
and it starts on the Food Network, so I'm talking to the host and the head judge of Season 7, Eden Grinspan and Mark McEwen. Okay, on a personal note, both of you are successful chefs and business people. Eden, you are a Cordon Bleu trained chef and a restaurant owner, Food Network host, uh, plus your social media, it's, it's killer. Um, so how do you manage to run a successful business, uh, manage technology involved now in marketing those businesses while you manage your family life? Um, well, you know, this is my, I partnered with a hospitality team um, who have been able to, uh, you know, put everything together for me. You know, I brought an idea, I brought a menu and a concept and partnering with E-Squared Hospitality, they've actually been able to make all of those um, uh, dreams a reality. You know, they, um, they, they basically open up and run businesses all over the States and actually internationally. So they were able to, you know, I was, I partnered with Samantha Wasser and we did that. And, uh, they have a corporate, you know, they have corporate chefs that come in and help me scale and help me cost and, and train the cooks and train the front of the house team. So, you know, for me, I'm complete, like I am, in order to make all of these projects work simultaneously, it's about partnering with people that can, you know, really, really help you. And also surrounding yourself with people that know more about all these things than you even do sometimes. For sure. Uh, because I'm like, you know, I haven't worked in the restaurant industry in a while. So I needed someone to hold my hand and to guide me through that process. Um, you know, obviously I'm extremely uh active on social media. That's just something that I love doing with my family. And I like to take people through the journey of my life, my career, um, and, you know, working on my first cookbook and uh, hosting Top Chef Canada. You know, it all just takes a village. It's about surrounding yourself with people that, um, that you trust and that people um, who can fill in the blanks that you need help with. And, you know, it, the busier you are, the, the more people it takes to make it happen. Sure. And um, it's just really about um, it's about doing that. And uh, I, I feel like I've been very fortunate with just finding the right people uh, to guide me. Uh, Mark, you, you are a businessman whose restaurants are frequented by many other successful business people because they're located in Toronto's fin- financial district. So how do you continually find success in places where failure is not an option? Well, you just, you work hard, right? It's a, uh... Every day is a new day. The thing about the restaurant business, it's it's a little bit like live theater, but it, it comes at you differently every day. You have to have a, a daily focus in, in all your operations, a daily conversation about doing a good job, sort of that, that old Boy Scout attitude, right? At the end of the day, it's pretty simple science. You've got to keep everybody motivated and happy and focused, and and that's the biggest challenge you'll have in, in business today is, keeping everybody enthusiastic and, and focused. And as an owner, that's that's really my job, right? To uh, expand the company and and keep it growing and at the same time keep everybody motivated and and hopefully hire well, right? For sure. I have to hire people that are like-minded. Uh, you know, happy, talented cooks prepare really nice meals and the opposite is true as well, right? So uh, it's not rocket science and that's the beauty of it. But that's also the the challenge of it. At the same time, yeah, it's still a tough job. Um, Top Chef Canada season seven judges. How did they work together to uh, each week to judge each of the competitors? You know, this is for for most of us. This is our third season working together, and I feel like we've really found um, a great rhythm um, and understanding of how each one of us 
judges and how we view food. And we all respect each other's, you know, opinions and actually have some really incredible conversation around food. And that comes across in the show. Uh, you know, personally, I have learned so much working with uh, Mark and Janet and Chris and June. They come from such incredible backgrounds and such knowledge, knowledgeable places. And I've just been able to absorb so much through them um, and, uh, it's, you know, it's, I think we've really found like a really nice balance. I just feel like it, it works well. And we all complement yeah. each other too, from our different places, our different perspectives. Well, it's very interesting because we'll have very different ideas about dishes. Like, you know, Mr. Nettlesmith will go on and on about a dish and I'm, I'm looking at it like, did we eat the same dish? Yeah. And, uh, so we, we have varied opinions, uh, which I think is healthy, but we, we get along well. We have a lot of fun, and there's a really good chemistry on the, on the judging table. So, And we all sort of bring a little bit of something different to the recipe, and uh, I think that's what makes it unique. I think it's, our judging table is, without a doubt, the best we've ever had it. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. Okay, so obviously the chefs want to win for the opportunities that it's going to create after the show is over and for bragging rights. But um, the prizes for the winner seem to level up each season. So that must be added pressure to win when the crowd starts to thin out and you actually can see the finish line. Oh, for sure. That's, that's, a, think, that's a big payday for them. Yeah, the prizes are obviously incredible. No, but crazy. also being able to cook for the judges and the guest judges. Like, it's such a great place to get a lot of the feedback that I think these chefs are looking for, you know. Um, they don't, a lot of the time, don't get to see um, or talk to the people that have that are eating at the restaurant because they're usually on the line or in their kitchen. You know, you get to actually go up and talk to these, like, incredibly talented chefs that are either judging or guest judging and hear what they really have to say about your food. Yeah, and they're all, most of them are media babies, too. You know, they've grown up in a, in a different era where social media and the food scene and the the, the cooking networks and all these varied cooking shows, they didn't really exist in my day. Uh, so for them to be on it and to win it is huge. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, it's a huge step up for them. And they, they work for it. I, I don't think any of them understand how difficult it is until they get into it and how long the days are and how much pressure they have. And it's, a, you know, if you, if you go from front to back in this thing and win, you're in for about six weeks not seeing your family, not being in your usual grind, being with a different group, and pressure pretty much every day. So it's uh, it's a tough one. Uh, Eden, Mark, thanks for joining me on the main ingredient today on 680 CJOB, and good luck with the premiere and good luck with the season. Thank, Thank you, you, so, you so, much. so much. All right, have a great day, you guys. Bye-bye. Top Chef Canada premieres episode is on the Food Network this Monday, April 1st, so check your local listings for times, but don't miss it. This is 680 CJOB.